You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you are challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas continues his series, A Tour Through John. Now looking at Lesson 49. For more on this episode, follow the link in the show notes to Douglas's website. Now here's today's teaching. Welcome back. Lesson 49. That is, the series is almost over. Not quite. A tour through John. This is the third podcast in three, introducing the revelation of John. We devoted most of our time to the gospel and then to the epistles. But it seemed worthwhile to take a few um, opportunities to to dig into the apocalypse. Uh, In the first two lessons, uh, we covered introductory matters. Uh, We had readings from chapter 1. And also uh, from 17, 18, 21, 22, as we looked at the two cities. We've learned, hopefully, three keys to interpretation. That is, knowledge of apocalyptic, familiarity with history, and especially uh, grounding in the Old Testament. Three vital lessons that God is the sovereign, not Caesar. And we need to keep our faith, that is, persevere. And things may get worse before they get better. And that's certainly what happened in the case of our ancient brothers and sisters. We learned that there are only two ultimate outcomes, destruction or eternal life in the New Jerusalem. Two kingdoms only, two cities. I would add to that that there's one God and only one faith, one gospel, Revelation 14.6. The Christian version of reality is the correct one, not the world's misconstrued account of reality. What I'd like to do in this uh, lesson is to read from two very important chapters. Revelation 12 is the message of the apocalypse in miniature, as it's often been called. That is, if you didn't have time to read all 22 chapters in one sitting, which doesn't take as long as you think, you could just read chapter 12, and I think you'd get the outlines. We're only going to read three verses from there, and then we'll uh, read the conclusion, the last 14 verses or so. After some recommendations for further study, because I know you've got questions, I will share a summary of the book, uh, written by my friend, uh, Jim McGuigan. So here we are, Revelation 12, verse 10. Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our comrades has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. But they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, For they did not cling to life even in the face of death. Rejoice then, you heavens, and those who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you with great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. 22.8 I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your comrades the prophets and with those who keep the words of this book, worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoers still do evil, the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. See, I'm coming soon. My reward's with me to repay according to everyone's work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash the robes so that they will have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city by the gates. 
Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and fornicators and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. It is I, Jesus, who sent my angel to you with this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let everyone who hears say, come, and let everyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who wishes take the water of life as a gift. I warn everyone who hears the words, the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away that person's share of the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. The one who testifies to these things says, surely I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all the saints. Amen. Some suggestions for further study. Please stick with me because the best is yet to come. That's the summary. Um, I have, as I mentioned before, done a series on Revelation. It's uh, about three hours of of lessons, and uh, it includes 60 pages of chapter notes. And I know we only skimmed the surface. We covered maybe 1% or 2% of Revelation in in these three podcasts, Uh, but check it out. Uh, There's a great overview by my friend James Gregg. These are all links in, in the notes you can click on. In my last thing series, we cover things like the rapture and tribulation, Armageddon, heaven and hell, and so forth. Uh, You might want to check out those podcasts. There's a great website called Rethinking Hell. It's one of the permanent links at my homepage. It's actually a ministry. Um, I know the guys who organize it. I've spoken there. Understanding the Apocalypse, a series uh, taught with John Boyles. He's a New Testament professor at Abilene Christian University. That could be helpful. Seven basic lessons. Uh, Christ Through the Ages, Revelation, King of Kings. That's Lesson 23 in one of our podcast series. Revelation by Jim McGuigan. This is a book which I like. Um, It's not easy to read, but it's not difficult. Um, I think you may enjoy it. What Happens After We Die? And What's the Truth About Heaven and Hell? Are books, I think, that will address other questions, things that may puzzle you. And now to McGuigan um, and his summary. What have we seen in this book? The central thrust is comfort and assurance of ultimate triumph. In its unique way, the book told of a coming and terrible storm. We saw that the heart of the universe is a heavenly throne. That God and the Lamb rule, not Italy. We saw the seals reveal, the trumpets warn, and the bowls punish in a full and complete way. We saw the saints sealed against the coming fury upon the ungodly. The world, piece by piece, attacked. Her seas bloodied as well as her water supplies. Her commerce was ruined and her armies defeated while their property was invaded. Her gods were punished while her society ran riot in decadence. We saw that the church, under the heel of the oppressor and the witnesses preaching in sackcloth, while death was waiting for them. But we saw the inner sanctuary hold and the witnesses loyally preach and after death, vindicated in resurrection. We saw the people of God in a wilderness, yet nourished while the devil is raging on earth and in heaven. We saw Rome go under in blood and fire and smoke. Rome in all her apocalyptic manifestations, from the civil persecution, the sea beast, to the religious pervert, the earth beast. The god of all power broils the sea beast, and the seductive power of a commercially successful Rome, harlot, 
is set on fire by no man's hand and burns as Nero's fire never did, eternally and thoroughly. We saw the end of Rome, pictured in the Battle of Armageddon, and we heard the serpent thrash as he was bound and salted away for a thousand years while the saints, living and dead, sat enthroned with their Lord. We saw the full story of those who died in the service of the beast. They were raised to no thrones, but to die one more time, finally in a lake of fire. We hear from God through the little time of loosing the devil that all attempts by the devil are doomed to failure, any time and anywhere. And then we saw the picture of the church of God, consecrated in her service, glorious and honored in her reputation and appearance, unbeatable in her strength, intimate in her communion, a blessing to the world and beloved of her Lord, her future secure, and her triumphs eternal. I appreciate Jim O'Guigan for that. Tomorrow, the last podcast of our series. How much have you been absorbing? How much have you learned? Please come back for Lesson 50. It'll be a quiz, a fun quiz on all the material of the Apostle John in the New Testament. Don't skip it. Don't miss it. Back tomorrow. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed Douglas's teaching on a tour through John. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas's website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas's teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.